What's up, guys? This is another episode of the Senior Quotes Sports Podcast. I'm Jack Coleman, and before we really get into it, I think the best way to start off this episode today um, is kind of by commentating on what's going on in the world today and, you know, how we can all react to it. So let's get into it. What's up, guys, and welcome to the latest edition of the Senior Code Sports Podcast, brought to you by Big Picture Sports Group. I'm Aiden Broderick, joined by my co-host, Jack Coleman, and today we have a pretty solid episode prepared for you guys because there's not a lot going on in the sports world. We do have some cool topics there, but first and foremost, I do want to address what has happened in the news this past week in Minnesota with the George Floyd killing um, by the police officer, and we've just both you know, wanted to address it here. Uh, I know Jack has put some stuff on his socials. I haven't put anything really on my Instagram because I knew we would be here talking about it and just getting our thoughts out there about, you know, I'm not going to curse or anything, but how messed up this whole situation is and how the, you know, racism within just America in general needs to be put to an end. So Jack, I know you prepared your own statement and I want to get this kicked off at that. So yeah, no, um, I'll get into that in a second. Um, This was like hard for me to figure out how to proceed with the show. I kind of touched about this on social media, but you know, not everyone just wants to hear the normal happy sports news when real stuff is going on. And let us clarify right from the start. Like we think that what is going on, the rioting and, and the murder, like you said, the killing of George Floyd is very, very serious stuff and a very serious issue. Uh, with a lot of underlying issues that go on in America. And, you know, we want to come at this at a place where, you know, we can try and offer up some some hope uh, as well as support and empathy, but also do it in a way where, you know, we're able to move on after uh, we get through that kind of stuff and at least have a little bit of some sort of fun and a little bit of sports talk, try and brighten sure. them a little. We don't want to be somber the entire time. Um, so yeah, let's, let's get into this here. I got a quote for this one. I want to get back to some of our quote stuff. So I'm coming in this week with a couple, um, trying not to make this like gimmicky thing, like this be the week that we're coming back to quotes, but I think this is a pretty important one. So here we go. If you ain't with us, we ain't with y'all. It's pretty popular. You can name most people from this organization, um, and, the, and they basically included the same uh, message. I mean, oh, man. Like, see, I, I told you before the show, like, I just feel like so many people exactly um, have been making similar statements. And I just, <laughs> I, I said to you, I was like, I'm just not going to get the quote. But regardless yeah. of me getting it or not, it's using mm-hmm. it for, you know, the platform of this. I was going to say something more like an association like the NAACP or something. But mm-hmm. I, I, in terms of sports. Definitely um, sports. Very prolific figure in it. I mean, my, oh, man, I do know it. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm bouncing around between a couple of just very big former figures, but I believe it's Michael Jordan. Close. Um, our, honestly, Close enough that we've debated about this before, but LeBron James. 
No and, way. All right. Well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> so, but no, no, no. That's fair because going into this quote, I just wanted to find the one that really summed up a That's lot fair. of what was going on yeah. and a lot of the similar sentiments. And Jordan did put out a quote. Very. He did. I just quote. found it. That we actually, have had enough. Like, yeah, that's what the, I remembered. The first time Michael Jordan has ever really come out and exactly. talked about something. Um, so, yeah, that was actually – I was considering that one as well. Just went with LeBron's, though, because a lot of NBA players uh, use screenshot, I guess, his initial one and start putting it on their stories. Mm-hmm. And I think it was pretty powerful. And I don't want to get into everything that that quote means – but I think I want to give mine and I'm sure what would be the show's and yours stance on what has gone on. So first and foremost, you know, George Floyd was murdered, like we said earlier, um, out of Minnesota and the subsequent riots and protests and everything have been crazy. But I think I come from a place where I don't think you or me or us should really talk about this. You know, we come from a place of privilege and it's not, a privilege of, you know, coming from a well-off family or, or, you know, going to a good college or stuff like that. It's a privilege of our skin color of being white. And it's tough because you feel like if you don't comment on the situation, then there's a lot of people that are like, if you're silent, then you're against it. Or if you do comment, it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. So let me get off by saying this clear. I'm I and we are going to comment on this just right now because we feel a certain way about it. We, we feel that this situation has impacted a lot of our friends and a lot of people out there in our communities, in, in, in our country today, in such a tough time. So let me start off by saying this. I will not give my wholehearted personal opinion on whether it is the cops, the protests, the rallying, everything like that, because I am not afforded that right. I, I, I am white and haven't been in that scenario. I have never feared for my life in being stopped by a cop, you know? So outside of that, however, I believe that everyone who is rioting, while, while it has gotten dangerous, I mean, we stand with you. We do not know what it is like, but we stand with you. We want you to know to all of our black brothers and sisters out there that we are with you. We support your cause and we truly want to see this change happen in America because an America where everyone is welcome, where everyone can have the same freedom is an America that we want to live in and is something that is found in like all of sports, the stuff that we talk about. It's something that isn't found on the streets, which is crazy to me. So, like I said, we are 100% with you. The show here is with you. Aiden and I are with you. If you have any fears, any feelings, any mental health problems that arise from this too, you know, feel free to reach out because we're willing to talk with you and have these conversations, but it isn't our right to deem what is right, what is wrong, and what should be accepted right now but just know that we are a hundred percent with you all. So yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what you would want to aid, uh, add Hayden. But, um, <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I wholeheartedly agree with every single thing you just said there. I mean, yeah. we live in what's meant to be the land of the free and the home of the brave and the recent actions don't show that. Um, and that needs to be changed today, you know, and 
like you said, we can't even put ourselves in the shoes of the people who, you know, can't walk or jog around their neighborhood without the fear of a police officer coming up and, you know, and shooting them, or at least just asking, you know, what they're doing there. Um, we can't think about how it is to live in fear of, you know, just being pulled over by the cops for driving late at night or any of those situations, you know? So on one hand, it's such a privilege that we, you know, don't even think about every day. And on the other hand, it's something that other people in this country don't even have. So because of that inequality, you know, we both believe it needs to be stopped. And this is a country where equality is meant to be, you know, the slogan and the reason that we all come together as one country and really as one family. So at the same time, as Jack said, you know, this isn't our place to comment, but at the same time, we just want to show our support. We know there are people out there who are African-American and listen to our show and, you know, support us. And we are very close friends with you guys. And for that, we need to show that we stand with you guys in this time, you know, of trouble and of just disappointment from, you know, my perspective, because this isn't how this country, you know, should look right now. But yeah, basically we just want to show that we support you guys and we are here for you. Like Jack said, if you need to reach out about anything, we are more than happy to help. And we want to show you guys that, you know, there is hope in this country. Uh, we want to have fun today with this episode, but like Jack said, uh, and I completely agree that first and foremost, we have to address this and show you guys where we stand. So, yeah. um, yeah. Um, I, in, in relation, because I, you know, our show is sports-based. I, I kind of was thinking about this in the context of sports and everything. Um, you know, this is the exact thing that Colin Kaepernick was kneeling for. And, you know, whether your opinions on him have changed over the years or, you know, whether him being in the league is simply skill-based because, you know, he didn't have an amazing, um, you know, post-Super Bowl kind of stretch there. I mean, he was still a solid quarterback. And I would argue even in today's NFL could definitely at the least be a backup. Sure. Um, so, you know, I'm just wondering, and maybe you can give your take on this, if, if this changes anything, because a lot of Colin Kaepernick being in the league had to do with, you know, a sense of blackballing or, you know, him being ostracized by the league for kneeling because there are so many ads and, and supporters that come from sources into the NFL that are, you know, a little more conservative based and, and felt like he was disrespecting the flag. Well, you know, now we still have cops murdering people. And I would argue that they're still disrespecting the flag that they were on their uniform. So it's a tough question and there isn't really any real answer, but in the sake of a sports debate, you know, does Colin Kaepernick, does this change anything for him or, you know, does he continue on to be the, uh, you know, motivational and inspirational speaker that he is now? Um, I think the answer to that is this event shouldn't have changed it. He should have always been, you know, welcome in the league. I know there were dis discussions over him demanding too much salary for what a backup would make. He wants to be a starter and he has shown that he does have the skill to be a starter. Um, he made it to a Super Bowl. You know, he ensured that was a great team, but he, you know, what can you be without a good quarterback? And he was able to deliver there. So it's the fact that a quarterback, an NFC champion, you know, isn't in the league right now in, you know, the ages where he would be in his prime, it's also sad. It's it's a similar statement to 
what we're seeing in the country right now and these kind of inequalities that need to be changed. So I, I think my answer would be that nothing has changed this week in terms of Kaepernick's possibility in playing in the NFL, but as a whole, he just should be. And maybe there will be an organization that takes that chance on him. Maybe they find the right salary, um, you know, meet in the middle somewhere. I, I was talking to uh, our neighbor, Justin today, and saying that actually all 32 teams seem to have their quarterback situation figured out, at least for the short term. So it'd be kind of thought that too recently. Yeah. I, I, I would say a team like the Steelers, the Steelers where mm-hmm. like, you don't know how big Ben's going to be. I don't know how Mason Rudolph is going to be, you know? So if big Ben gets hurt and they don't trust Rudolph, I could see a Kaepernick or a Cam Newton signing going down. But otherwise I, I'm, I'm not really sure. Obviously quarterbacks get hurt. Uh, people don't perform as expected. And then that's when the signings come in and Kaepernick should definitely be up there in terms of the players who would be able to fill in for a spot starter. Um, and he should be, you know, from talent alone, he should be, and there should be no other reason that he isn't in the league uh, mm-hmm. unless it's salary. You know, that's the only fair reason for a yeah. player of his caliber to not be playing. If it's blackballing, it's just another sh- statement and example of some kind of racism in this, in this country, you know? So it's just another yeah, one to go with that theme. Definitely hundred, like hundred percent agree. I, I don't know if there's anything more to say. Um, but to sum all that up, again, we're with you all and uh, we feel for you all. You know, empathy is a lot different than, you know, guilt. Like, you know, there's nothing for us in our lives we, to really feel that guilt about. But that doesn't mean that we can't empathize with all of you. But again, to sum everything up, we stand with you all. And, you know, if, again, if you need anything, like anything at all, please feel free to reach out to myself or Aiden or even to the Twitter for the show. Like we will hear you out and we will talk to you. And, you know, if, if you felt like this was distasteful in any way, like let us know that we're, we're okay with the feedback. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, we did want to just kind of assess the whole situation before we got into anything else, because this is very important right now, yeah. as well as everything else that has been going on in the world in the past couple of months. It's a crazy, crazy place right now. Um, and in it all, you know, absence of sports, I, I tweeted this out today that that first game back where, and not just like a game, I didn't mean to disrespect the a Buddhist Bundesliga, right? Is that how you say it? Yeah, that is right. Yep. Exactly. I, I don't even know. <laughs> but I don't even want to – I didn't mean to disrespect them. I meant more in the sense of when fans can return to games and it just be one whole community uh, in a stadium or something and just have this never-ending joy for their teams again in, in person and in live games. I think that is going to be like one of the most special occasions and greatest feelings ever whether yeah. you're watching a tv or they're live like it is going to be it's going to be similar to you know what happened after 9-11 when some of the new york sports teams came back i think the fact that this is a whole national issue and we've had so many other issues along the way that you know sports are really going to be a big big uniter for the whole country when everything you know somehow gets back to normal yeah no i was messing with you on twitter uh because i, I kind of yeah, thought no, you were maybe I, you're thinking maybe like American sports coming back. And I was like, well, oh, we, no. we've got live sports in Europe, you know, but Dude, uh, if, I, if yeah. I meant that, I wouldn't, I would have uh, disrespected NASCAR and, and Korean baseball go. too. So 
you know, exactly. I'm out here for whatever we can get right now. But until the moment we're all fans again as fans, it's just going to be different. Yeah. Um, but to sum everything up one more time, you know, it, we said before, it, we weren't sure if this really was our place to speak on it. So if you didn't believe that it was, you know, that's feedback that we're also very much welcome to hearing. Um, so reach out to us if you feel that as well. But we just thought that with everything going on and we didn't make an episode this weekend, we're doing a Monday and Thursday or Monday, Friday schedule. Hopefully we're going to get more yeah, regular around that. Um, but regardless, or maybe that's recording schedule. We'll do maybe Tuesday, Friday uploading. We'll figure it out. You'll figure it out too. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we just, this is the first time we're recording since all this has happened. And we really felt that we should kick this off by at least addressing it. So that's what yeah. we did. And, um, now we have some sports content prepared for you guys just to have a little bit of fun this Monday evening and, uh, lighten the mood a little bit, but obviously with this major event in everybody's heads, just, you know, to create awareness and really hopefully put an end to these tragedies happening. Really. There's no other word for it, but yeah. So I know Jack, you have a couple other quotes. Mm -hmm. I have kind of a funny quote as well. And then we have a fun top five prepared for you guys for the end of the episode. So, Oh yeah. Top five is going to be a completely different vibe. So I'm excited. If you're a little sad right now, stick around. We'll have some fun by the end. Don't worry. Mm Uh, real quick, also want to shout out to everyone who has been sharing, watching, listening to last week's interview with Chris Heron Jr. It has gotten a great response from everyone. Um, you know, on YouTube right now, I think we're close to like 800 views. This that may have been our biggest episode yet. So things are blowing up. The fans that have been here since the beginning, we really, really appreciate you. But we want to build this senior quotes family. We want you all to enjoy sports when it comes back and we want to just pump out more content more interviews keep everyone everyone happy and, and make things feel a little bit normal uh in a un, completely unnormal world so with that i got another quote this right. so like this is you know we're switching over to the kind of lighter side of the show here with this one but it still somewhat relates to what's going on okay um so let me say again lighter side of the show now so when i say this quote he broke my window so i beat his ass i got it i I got this one um Mm -hmm. this is former new york nick and former basketball camp coach for me actually jr smith uh smith i mean you're lucky on the basketball coach thing he didn't show up to my week when he was supposed to be there i think it was when like the drug charges uh Uh, came out on him he was supposed to have carmelo come to ours but I think ours too. Oh, <laughs> just didn't come. They just both didn't make it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. J.R. Smith, you were right. So, full points there. Full two, uh, I guess, half points. So, full point. <laughs> um, but, yeah, J.R. Smith gets caught up in the riding going on when some random white dude started beating up and uh, trying to bust down his car. And J.R. Smith saw this guy going at it. And so, what J.R. do? He brought out the jersey in him. And, you know, again, not advocating for violence here or anything like that. But, uh, you know, everyone on Twitter was kind of like, all right, JR, like, good for you. <laughs> like, like, that should not have happened to you. And, again, like, it was some random white dude doing it too who I guess didn't really have, you know, a major connection to some of the stuff going on. So J.R. Smith was like, hell no, dude, you are getting the hands on this one. Um, and... For me, this is the most JR thing ever, having been a Knicks fan. I mean, he's always caught up in the most wild stuff anyway. A more tame uh, Dennis Rodman level thing. Yeah. But JR Smith still still is 
you know, coming up on my social media feed. And I'm pretty happy about that. He's the man. So uh, I totally agree. There is no reason for this to be happening to J.R. Smith's car. In terms of the riots going on, and again, we've kind of left this talk and we're just kind of getting into sports now, but I, I don't get why, you know, there's white people just going out yeah. and randomly causing havoc like this. That's not what the point of these protests are, at That's least from my, you know, my like, thought. You see like uh, Logan Paul out there and other random media influencers who were out there just trying to get clout by being in these things and recording. It's like, that's not what this is about. I'm not speaking for other white protesters out there. Like I appreciate the fact that you're joining right. all the other black people out there in these protests. But like, I think for us, it's kind of a better decision to do some of the more peaceful things um, and not try and build up you know, some of these stereotypes about people protesting where it's so violent and ruins, you know, alongside the, the more corporate businesses, the privately owned small businesses too, where, you know, there are black owners and stuff like that out there. So because they've been affected and everyone has been affected by coronavirus too. And that is severely, severely hurting their income. So again, really weird that he was doing that. So kind of okay with me that J.R. Smith just beat the crap out of him. It was hilarious. It, the video it felt crazy. The, like, yeah. I don't know if this will lead to anything, but like, I'm kind of down to see J.R. Smith in some kind of UFC or, or boxing match. That would be so fun to me. I mean, when you're fired up like that, when you see a guy just randomly going at your car for some reason and you're at least in the vicinity to stop it. And then mm -hmm. also if you saw the John Jones taking away spray paint from two hooded white guys again, like teenagers, mm -hmm. Uh, he just steps up to them. He takes it away. He's like, that's not how you respond to this. Mm -hmm. And they both were like, oh, my goodness, that's John Jones. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> and they just walked away. So, like, respect to that. I feel like JR did it in his own way, and I'm completely fine with it. Again, we're not advocating for violence, but it just felt like justice, <laughs> you know. It felt for, like uh, justice, and it was – the thing was was that everyone – like met this video with so much positive love towards yeah. J.R. Smith. It was like, he was beating up this guy, but it was like, all right, J.R., like go off. And it was yeah. like, um, I, I believe that it was the anniversary of J.R. doing the, the no pass that like Le him not passing yeah. to LeBron uh, on the Cavs. So someone, I forget what media, outlet but it was like jr smith day is may 31st <laughs> every Let's year go. so i'm all in for jr smith day whatever that entitles yeah. whether it's randomly beating up people i guess or um missing out on summer basketball camp <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm also thinking because Mello was a boxer like he he, he likes to box a lot i wonder right. if he ever taught jr anything or if it's just the straight up Jersey in him, that was like, Oh, it's on site. Let's go. Maybe a combo. I mean, that's a, that's a dangerous that's a combo. combo. Yeah. Putting yeah. <laughs> mellow versus uh, J.R. Smith in the riot on J.R. Smith day. JR okay. Smith. So it was J.R. Smith day. And let me reword this. Cause that was kind of clunky, but okay. hoodie mellow because hoodie mellow in the boxing rink, we, there's been like footage of him out there training and stuff as a way to lose weight. Uh, so Hoodie Mello versus Riot J.R. Smith. And it's on – actually, you know what? I feel like that's too much of an advantage to J.R. Smith if it's on J.R. Smith Day. So we'll right. do May 30th, the Ooh. night before <laughs> J.R. Smith Day. 
But what if he's, he's saving up for J.R. Smith Day? So, you know, maybe he's not going 100%. So maybe maybe Hoodie Mello steals one. I, I don't know. I think that goes to decision. I think it's a split decision. I'm going to say I think Hoodie Mello wins it, but only if it is post J.R. Smith smoke sash. <laughs> oh. Slash potential couple of uh, Henny shots. Is, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's like the meme of Jr. So, man. But maybe that's a superpower. I mean, give Jr. Hennessy, and what happens? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But that something else about Jr. Smith that got me a little sad. That means that the NBA Finals would be going on right now. Is that right? Like that about the time period we're in? Yeah, because last week I believe was the conference finals. Would have been the conference finals. So we may have even been like right in it or it might be wrapping up i feel like it wraps up in june usually yeah that's what i thought but so, regardless it's june 1st today um it's kind of sad it would have been something yeah, yeah i mean at least it sounds final. like the nba is coming back you know All right well, it sounds like most sports are coming back yeah except for the mlb i mean maybe mlb we'll they figure are. that whole thing out um uh, but for now I kind of have been saying that football seems like it's going to be just like right on schedule. Cause that's what the NFL just does. Like they don't really care. It's a sport of guys bashing their heads in. I really don't think they care about, you know, certain restrictions and everything. So that's the league that I think is going to just be full steam ahead. NBA we've talked about it, but Disney NBA is like the best thing ever. Like I am beyond happy that that is a possibility right now. So Disney NBA would be cool um and everything else like we're gonna have to see but at least there's like some work being made oh nhl nhl playoff hockey going to be awesome that'll be really interesting yeah i mean that was the first real plan that we've heard that's like come out from the league so you know maybe that'll work but until then it's strictly i don't know 2k and like i don't know 2k for me that's about it. I got my guy to a 99 today, so uh, watch That's out for big. the park. We'll be playing tonight probably. So, uh, yeah. Hey, anyone yeah. who plays PS4, park, we need a fifth player for our rec team. Yeah. So. Literally, if you get to this part of the video and you, <laughs> yeah. through all of the editing that has taken place because of the disconnecting and everything, first of all, congratulations. But second, if you want to see us, as in myself and Aiden, as well as whatever friends along the way, play on Twitch – Oh, yeah. Very down. We'd be playing some 2K to start it off, I think. Yeah. But, you know, that's in the works. I've kind of, like, worked on an account and set it up, and I just kind of need some feedback on it. Like, if no one's going to watch my Twitch, I'm not going to do a Twitch. Like, I don't – That's how you start it, though. I have a Twitch as well. I know, but I would like to hear from some decent followers. If if I can get some fans dedicated to, like, maybe checking out the Twitch, I'm down to do the Twitch. And it would be a lot of fun. And it would be us commentating and, and doing all that kind of stuff playing park um and then you know we'll maybe work on like warzone or something like that but you know i i think it could be a lot of fun i'm also Definitely. thinking that twitch streaming our fantasy drafts would be kind of fun too i mean I, that sounds awesome to me yeah well I, I think- actually i was thinking just about fantasy football but now i'm actually thinking like a fantasy league where we actually do a draft of that and, and twitch stream that Ooh, i think that I, be- I was thinking fantasy football as well but yeah um, yeah, I mean, like whether, it's, options. whether it's Madden or 2K, I think it would be fun. Um, yeah. Depends how much longer we have to wait for sports. So, 
True. You know, if nothing's, it's the start of a new month. If nothing's really come out yet, I don't know. I'm kind of down to get this going. Let us know what you want, either in the comments or tweet at us at BC Senior Quotes or at Mir Aidens, whatever our yeah. Twitter are. So feel free. Yeah. All right. So in somewhat related terms, actually, my oh. funny joke quote is up. Um, okay. So tell me who's speaking and who he's speaking to. If okay. you get this, uh, any of this, uh, I said to this before, the, said this to you before the show. I'll give you five bucks. Wow, I need yeah. money. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll Venmo you. Uh, oh man! All right. Anyway, um, on my phone, of course. Oh, leaked it. Oh, whoa, whoa! I'm gonna Ooh. screenshot. And then <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I'm fully admitting that I was on the juice, like hardcore on the juice, and I just assumed that you did the same thing. If you get this, I'll pay. <laughs> I was on the juice, but you know both of these people very well, uh, like sports figures, um, sports personalities. That's got to be the last hint. Sports personalities. Personalities. Okay, so like, like talk talking heads, basically of sports. Sure. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna assume Stephen A. is somewhat involved. <laughs> no. Eh. No, oh, that, that can be a hint as well. It's actually not Stephen A. Man, on the juice. Yeah, I'm fully admitting that I was on the juice, like hardcore on the juice, and I just assumed that you did the same thing. Is it? Is it the part of my take, guys? Mmm, warmer, definitely warmer. <sighs> is uh, that, is now, something they've had on part of my take? It, it happened on pardon my take. Okay. Um, I think I feel like I'm just going to say PFT is involved just because it's kind of funny. Okay. It's, oh wait, unless it's big cat about, about coach Doug's. Ooh. Okay. Oh my God. That sounds pretty good. All right. I'm going to go with big cat and coach Doug's, whatever that, means in, in the i don't know what this quote is and it's so annoying because okay. I listen to part of my take this week. okay so i listened um, to oh, i'm just gonna give it to you at this point um i was listening it was the scott van pelt and ryan lochte episode oh yeah okay van pelt was on there the last yeah week. yeah and so I didn't, van I didn't pelt, episode either it was it was a great one i'm mowing the lawn i'm listening to this and it's just svp and big cat talking about their two ncaa dynasties Okay. So Scott who's, Pelt, who's SPP? Who, who's I haven't heard about it. Plays on his own. He plays okay. at Maryland, his alma mater, That's and funny. he um, instantly just accuses Big Cat of um, juicing up his players and changing their ratings at the <laughs> okay. just like right when he oh, joins like, each team. Okay, okay. That was the juice, and yeah. Big Cat's like, "What are you talking about? Like, I definitely don't do that." And they like talk like Big Cat's like, are you jealous? Like, where's this coming from? And Scott's like, I, I, I'm my team is on the Jews, <laughs> and like I just thought you do <laughs> that awesome. too. And Big Cat's like, no, definitely not. And then later in the episode, like right like next up, PFT finally says something. And he's like, well, I'm kind of on your side here, Scott, because I'm pretty sure he does. Like it, it was oh. a great, it was just a great so uh, exchange. Um, basically, they agreed to play a game for charity if either of them can figure out how to connect their games. But, <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, they should do betting lines of whether or not they will. 
Ooh, I mean, I don't think they will, but I, hope I don't think do. they will either. That's why it's awesome. Because <laughs> then if we say they won't, then they totally will do every effort exactly. to get it done. And it's a win-win because then we get that yeah. awesome game. Um, I saw PFT is also um, using Twitch now. He got like a oh. Super Nintendo and oh. is like Twitch streaming from that. So he was playing some hockey game. I didn't look at which okay. one it was, but it was so funny. And then of course, Hank is playing COD. And uh, yep. so, yeah. Maybe we'll get in the Twitch gaming uh, vibe too. I'm, but I'm very down. Yeah, I wish I had like my PS3 or Xbox 360 still so I could do uh, NCAA. And if we did that together, I think that would be really fun. Right there is but, my uh, PS3, PS4 setup. <laughs> I was uh, like, what are you pointing at? <laughs> my shoulder. Well, I like, right you there. see that right there? That's my chair. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> TV. Uh, fan. <laughs> I so, was wondering, yeah. do you think this fan gets distracting for viewers? For viewers? I don't know, but hit us up in you the comments. You guys can tell us if you're still, yeah. And then this point. And uh, do a poll of whether or not the fan will be on or off next week. Whoa. I, and I won't look at the, I won't look at the poll and Jack will tell me what the result was after the episode starts next time. So All right. we'll just be All interviewing right. our new guest who we won't, we won't talk about just yet. Um, and midway through, Jack would be like, oh, the poll was the fans would be off. And I was like, oh, no way. So we'll just do that. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think you have one more quote, and then we'll get to our top five, and that'll be it for today. Yes. So this is like a short one, and I also like it wasn't anyone relevant that like said it. So I'm just going to say the quote, and you tell me what it's about. Okay. It's blank's job to lose. Oh, um, uh, so – only job hunt really going on right now is in the NBA, as far as I can think about. Other than BC AD, we need a new one. Uh, shout right. out Martin Jarman. I don't know if we ever covered this, but he did a great job for us. He's moved on to UCLA. But this isn't Martin Jarman. Um, but I am plugging Luke Heakley or Jared Dudley to be my AD. Uh, Jared Dudley for basketball head coach and okay, then yeah. Keekley for AD. 100%. I am down yeah. with that. I'm down for that as well. Uh, this is an NBA team. Um, there's a couple, both of our teams are looking for head coaches and the one who I think would already have a head coach in mind and probably the biggest destination is not my team, but I'm going to say the New York Knicks. And I Isn't think it's Tom Thibodeau. Always. Yes, it is Thibodeau. Thibodeau? Did I say that wrong? Yeah. 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 Tom Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Doug. I like Doug saying Thibodeau. it. It's fun. Ooh, Home, Doug Home Thibodeau. The Thibodeau. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out fairly odd parents with that one, but, um, yeah, so Dibs is potentially the New York Knicks head coach. They're, they're saying that he's kind of in the lead, in the running, and it's his basically job to lose. And reports have come in about him already maybe thinking of a staff and, and other stuff like that. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get into this. And, like, we had such a serious start to this episode, and, like, this is going to sound super serious, um, but I'm going to get into this and be like just as upset as I sounded in the beginning. Oh, no. But like, this is like a fake upset. Obviously. It's a Stephen A. Rand. It's a Don't sport worry. being upset thing that doesn't matter in the real world, but whatever. Here it is now. It's coming at you live. Here we go. So first of all, I do not understand why the remarks are that it's his to lose. I think we need to bring in all these different coaching candidates and just weigh our options. See how everyone meshes with the team. 
see what the vibe is, see what they can bring to the table and not just lock in on one person. Because you know what, when we lock in on one person, like when it's a player, they tend to not work out or they tend to not come. So screw that. Second of all, I am not the biggest Thibodeau fan because although he really brought the Bulls to, you know, the closest to a championship that they have been since Michael Jordan, really, with D. Rose, Jakeem Noah, and, and that whole group, his time with Minnesota did not work out, and it was for a couple of different reasons. Firstly, Jimmy Butler commented on that time, and he actually had played for him when he was on the Bulls. And he said that he did not like the way that Thibodeau was coaching because it was very old school. It was a lot of yelling. It was a lot of breaking players down. And again, at a time in America where we are breaking people down, I don't think we need that on the basketball court either. I don't think this organization needs to be broken down anymore. I don't get why we want a coach that wants to demean everyone. So whatever. Also, that was a young group in Minnesota. We have a young group with the Knicks. Can he not handle youth? Can he not bring them up to the next level? Because there's one guy in my mind who handled youth perfectly and still got Mm. fired, but – handled youth perfectly, and it was the Nets' Kenny Atkinson who I wanted, who I wanted, who I think would be perfect. He would still be in New York, and honestly, I don't really remember any Knicks fans hating Kenny Atkinson when he was the Nets coach. In fact, they probably respected him that he got to the place that he's at where the Brooklyn Nets are better than the New York Knicks in New York right now outside of, you know, fan love and all that stuff and and where allegiances lie. I'm just saying that strictly team-based, the Nets are easily – and clearly and obviously with the acquirement of KD and Kyrie, the better New York team. So it's frustrating because I think we would retain Mike Miller in some extent with the team, and I think he's done a decent job. I wouldn't even be that mad if he was the head coach. I really wouldn't be that mad. But to hire a guy who is cited by a ton of players as not being likable, as not someone that they can work with, it's like the opposite of a Steve Kerr who has done phenomenal things. You want a Steve Kerr type guy. You want a guy like Kenny Atkinson who can build up youth and turn them into the stars that they are. I'm not saying that Thibodeau didn't do that with the Bulls, but that was with guys who were a lot further on in their careers than the Knicks have right now. Man, I don't don't know. I'm kind of hoping that this isn't where it's going, but it seems to me like one of those Knicks decisions that's not going to work out. If we get him, like I said, I'm going to get my 30 seconds, but then I'm going to ride with him, of course, 100%. But we can't afford to be taking these type of risks as an organization anymore. All we've done is risks. We've done risky contracts. We've done risky draft picks. I thought we were done with the risk when Leon Rose got involved here. I don't know. That's Um, what I have to say on it because I'm (laughs) kind of angry that this is where it's at right now. But, you know. A lot of Knicks fans agree with me. A lot. I've talked to all my friends. And they agree. <laughs> my uh, my counter to this, uh, I actually agree with you. And as a team who also is looking at Tom Thibodeau, I don't really want him to be hired either. Um, what I will say uh, is, if they are locking in on someone uh, this late, you know, since they've had this head coaching vacancy or since mm-hmm. basketball's been out of play, which is over two months now, which sucks, but it's about over two months. Um, that makes me think that they have at least interviewed with him, obviously not in person, obviously not with the entire team, which I agree with you. You want to see more of that. 
I don't really know how the interviewing process works, if they can like meet with players or like can they involve them in the process or not. But regardless, I do have to think that the Knicks have done their due diligence and they have improved on their front office. Um, so without seeing them in action with the Knicks just yet, they've made decent moves, you know, with their old teams. So my thinking, you know, to actually be on the Knicks side for once was crazy. Um, if they're locking in on someone, at least that's a rumor, but if that's true, they're probably, you know, doing it because they think he is the best fit. And my other counter is who else is really a good fit for a head coach right now? Kenny Atkinson, I totally agree, but maybe they don't want him in New York. Maybe he wants to go to Chicago or somewhere else. Um, otherwise, though, Tyron Liu, who I think might end up with the Nets, and I really don't want that to happen. I think that's a good coach for, like, the stars to get their way. But I don't know if that's what we want in uh, Brooklyn. So maybe that goes wrong, too. Uh, and then, honestly, like, Mark Jackson could come out of retirement. I don't really like Mark Jackson either. There's a lot of these coaches that uh, – I think something just broke in my kitchen. Anyway, um, a lot of coaches who just have that's had success. Tough, it's being looted right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't outside. know. You might have to end this episode early. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I just think the coaching – the people in the pool right now, I guess, the, the, the available coaches aren't that great. And Tom Thibodeau has had success with similar teams to the Knicks. Um, the problem with the Timberwolves. <coughs> and I have Corona, apparently. So. Oh, no. Everything's going wrong. <laughs> Everything what just happened in this last minute? Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's because we're talking about the Knicks. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it probably uh, is. It probably <laughs> is. I can blame them for everything. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say, I think Jimmy Butler messed up the Timberwolves, uh, Tom Thibodeau. Wow, it's a tongue twister. Whoa. Yeah, right. Uh, no. Yeah. But I think Jimmy Butler was almost just as bad as Tom Thibodeau. I know they just clashed. And I think without yeah. having someone like him, I feel like Bobby Portis would be a very similar personality type, but a lesser role of a player. So maybe that won't be as big of a deal. Um, and I think the Knicks have a team option on a lot of those players. So maybe he's not even around next and, year. And I'm not even really like, I don't know kicking the idea of Thibodeau as being a bad thing for us, I think that it could – I still think that it could work with us. I, I right. think that, you know, New York is a gritty team, and having a gritty coach like that may benefit us. Maybe New York does need tough love, tough New York love. And I also think that by Tom Thibodeau not being in the league the past couple of years, maybe he mellowed out a little bit, and he knows that he mm -hmm. can't go about this in such an old-school way. So – if it does turn out to be him, those are the points that I am leading with when he is officially the coach. But for now, I want a guy like Kenny Atkinson. I think he would be really good for us. But when I look at it, I think whoever the Knicks hire as, co as head coach, I mean, we kind of were really shaping the, the main parts of, you know, the staff outside of the players here. And we got Leon Rose, who I think is great for acquiring free agents in talent. I think he's a, he's a good person to have in, in that position. Then we got Walt per Perrin. I think it's Perrin, um, mm -hmm. who I talked about earlier on a different episode. And he is going to be like the best guy to help us with drafting now. So it's like, okay, we improved on bringing in talent and we improved on being able to draft players. So now really to me, that last role is coaching. Right. And those are two great hires. I think that this, whoever it ends up being, is someone that I'm going to have to get behind because I think everyone has done a good job in the Knicks organization of making sure these parts are really thought out and going to work together to bring in a lot of talent, whether that be through the draft or through free agency. 
and kind of turn this organization around. It's been so many years. Watching the Jordan documentary every other night, it was, you know, the Knicks getting screwed out of it because of MJ. And it's like, let's get back to that. Finals, uh, being able to play for the finals or being at least in the playoffs. We were with Melo and that whole crew. Let's get back to that and let's do what the Nets did. That's kind of why I'm advocating for Kenny and build up the team we have and everything will come together. Everything will come together and it'll be a beautiful thing to quote the great Steve Adazio. Um, (laughs) So yeah, that's where I'm at on it. But yeah, my final point on that before we get to our top five to round this out um, would be Kenny Atkinson is the best hire the Knicks can make, especially in the position they're at where they're going to draft a point guard of the future, most likely with their first pick. And Kenny turned two guards, not just D'Angelo Russell, but also Spencer Dinwiddie, into go-to options for the Nets in their 2018 playoffs run. Because people forget a lot. You know, D'Lo was the all-star. D'Lo is awesome, my favorite player. Um, But a lot of the times they didn't play him in the fourth quarter. They played Dinwiddie instead, who also was so vital to that team. And I think he could actually be traded this offseason, which would be really sad, probably fits the team better uh, to get maybe like a power forward or something. But Kenny is the reason those two guys develop so well. For a team in a developmental stage like the Knicks, that's the kind of coach you need. Not a Tom Thibodeau who wants to, you know, boss around stars and get them, you know, playing in a playoff level. That works sometimes, like you said, maybe more old school. But with Kenny Agnesson coaching up these young guys that you have right now, trying to get something out of them to build a core around. Obviously, he wants to be there and win a ring himself. Maybe he's able to do that down the road with a new team. He wasn't able to do it with us. That's because we brought in new stars, you know, that didn't fit the same mold. If he stays with his core from the get-go, a guy drafted in the top five right now, like LaMelo or Cole Anthony, he'll be able to develop them into a star and maybe a champion. So that's my point on him. Again, you brought up the guards in both Dimwitty and D'Angelo Russell. Well, I'm looking at it in the perspective of the Knicks. It's whoever we draft here who I pray to God is really a point guard, a scoring point guard, and then R.J. Barrett. So those are the two, like – backcourt guys basically that Kenny Atkinson can really develop that's why I'm leaning with him but until then you know I'm gonna have to keep praying that it's not Thibodeau but once we do sign Thibodeau if that's what it's going to be I'm gonna ride with him and that'll be that yeah I mean that's how we we do we take our 30 seconds of reaction time and then we're with our guy so hopefully you guys I mean I would suggest if not Kenny Atkinson find an assistant similar to like a Joe Judge type with the Giants because that's a guy who, you know, has come from a a winning organization, knows how to win, and will take those lessons and try to bring it with a new young team that he can build around. So hopefully that works with the Giants. You know, I'm plugging him there. But okay, our top five for the day. We were talking, What you know, what can we do with top five about? I was playing 2K. I said, how about sports video games? You know, but the list, I don't know if we could get 10 out of that. So instead, we're going with our top five board games because we're bored. We're in quarantine. We're in quarantine board. And, you know, we're trying to find things to do. And board games could be that. So I'm going to let you go first. I'll have the swing pick. And okay. we'll see what we get. I'm excited with this. been playing board games all my life. So I think the only true number one has got to be Monopoly. I'm going with mm. Monopoly first pick. I mean, no argument there. They were on my list. Uh, I don't know if I was going to go with them first, but maybe with that swing pick. No question. This makes my life a little easier, though, with my first two picks because I couldn't decide, you know, if either of them should be above Monopoly, but now I get both of them. I'm going with Settlers of Catan. 
That's okay. just a classic. It's, it's, you know, not really a kid's game. It's, you know, more for us now. <laughs> uh, but I have a lot of fun with it. Adult board and then, <laughs> Actually, wow, I'm going to go with two adult ones in a way. So this one's more kids-based. I'm going to go with Risk as well. Two okay. very similar games, very, you know, conquering the world kind of thing. It's fun. Okay. Uh, right. Similar to Monopoly, just, yeah, I'm happy with it. So, Risking the time. I got Monopoly. I'm going to – Monopoly is not my personal favorite board game of all time, but I'm going to go with this one here. Sorry. Sorry is a classic. Ooh. Ton of fun. You get to screw over other people. I think it's awesome. And it really taught you back in the day that everyone will be out to backstab you at some point. So I loved it. Teaches a lesson. All in on sorry. My swing pick here, this is a tough one. I'm going to go – oh. So I don't know if this technically counts as – do like card games also count? Um. Hmm. Uh, it's why not. not? Like a, so it's not like a game like poker, but it's like a right. board game. St- like it's in yeah. the vein of board games. Okay. I'm gonna go with Uno. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I think mean, I think Uno is a good pick. I, I think of Uno as a board game. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So I'm gonna go with Uno there. I think that's a lot of fun. Just like I'm, I'm really messed up because <laughs> the reason I go for sorry is to backstab. Yet Uno, I want to pick just because you can gang up on one person. So Uno's a ton of fun to play with your friends. Just probably don't play with me because I'll probably screw you over in both. But and you can do all that with Monopoly play. too. So you can. you can hog boardwalk and park place early. Is that the way to go though? I've seen some things that say it's not, but maybe we'll play I, a Monopoly game on it. Twitch. <laughs> I would love Monopoly. I mean, I'm down. Like that's a serious idea. Uh, all right. That'd be um, next up, I have two more. Oh, I have three more picks total, but back to back again. Yeah. Uh, I have a list now. I've kind of been like thinking it through as you were going. Um, I'm going to counter your sorry pick with trouble. Oh, okay. You're sorry. And I That's think it's just one. as good. Sorry is probably better. Um, it's more OG in my opinion. I mean, I have no idea which one came out first. But mm. trouble is the one where you get to like pop the thing in the middle. Oh, yeah. Nice go around. So yeah, I got to yeah. go trouble. So I'm happy with that. Um, I got to go battleship. Just, you know, just mm. another kind battleship of OG. Is the thought I was having. I, I, I used to play that. That's that's more of a kid's game, I'd say. But it's also yeah. kind of fun because you're, like, you're yeah. knocking down your opponent's shit. You know, you're just kind of guessing. I've seen, like, Dude Perfect play it in person. They would, like, chuck, like, water balloons oh, over, cool. a, like, a wall and it hit people. That's fun. You can play it in person. Not really, but, yeah, I like my <laughs> picks. Yeah. We'll twitch it in person. <laughs> no, yeah, let's do it. Um, okay, this is getting tough because, like, as this has gone on, I've thought of more games. Yeah, ex- but- exactly. Same. Uh, I don't know here. I think, I think I'm going to go with another classic and I'm going to say game of life. I'm going to say game of life. I think it's a solid pick. I think it's a respected pick. I'm going to go game of life. I'm a big game of life guy. I like that pick. Oh, and I have the swing here too. Man. I was going to say, yeah. So I have two Your options. final pick. I have two options. I'm actually I have three that I'm really torn between. So yeah. we can have some honorable mentions after. Definitely, definitely. But I'm going to go. All right. The OG shoots and ladders. I'm going to go shoots Ooh, and ladders. Ooh. I like that. For you, SpongeBob fans, eels and escalators. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but shoots and ladders. Eels. The easiest kids game that you like kind of first learned. Yeah. Um, it really started a love of board games for a lot of people. I'm going to stick with shoots and ladders. And I like that favorite. a lot. Definitely like that a lot. Um, 
I'm now very torn. Um, but I think the one I have to go with, I actually had this on like my original three that I went into this okay. draft with, and I didn't take it. I had some others that came to mind. And now this is here. Some people know it today as words with friends because of how big it got on their oh, phones. But oh, I'm taking Scrabble. What a good one. What yeah, it's my last one. pick. So I like my team here, my, my five. My honorable mentions I'll go through quickly. Okay. Clue. Oh, I used to play a lot a of Clue. One. I should have picked Clue. Oh, yeah. Clue is awesome. Big Clue guy, but just didn't make it in. Glue guy, Clue guy. I mean, if you play Clue, you're a Glue guy. Of course. That's my statement there. Yeah. Um, Othello. Have you played Othello? No. So there's like, um, it's a board, like a 10 by 10 board. And you have like checker pieces almost. Like they're black yeah. on one side, white on the other. Anyway, um, so you start in the middle. So there's like two. Yeah, I know. Um, there's two each side. It's kind of like a square. And then you place them around and get to like okay. flip the color to be yours. If you like kind of, I'm trying to, this is tough to describe without you seeing it. It's really <laughs> difficult, but it's very fun when you actually play every it. Word. I cannot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Othello's fun and uh, Trivial Pursuit as well. It's Trivial Pursuit is online. Game. Yeah. Um, I also was thinking Yahtzee. Oh, yeah. Yahtzee's great. Um, you brought it up just now and it made me realize not having chests or checkers is lame. Yeah. Like those are OGs. They are. Those are like... These are kind of more fun. I mean, they're, oh, these they're are great, way more fun. but like, yeah. It, it's a mix of like more fun plus personal choices. Here. True. Is Connect um, 4 a uh, board game? Connect 4. That's okay. a good one. Yeah. Um, I was also it's thinking Guess Who. Oh, that's a good game. one. That one's fun. Um, is Jenga a board game? It's not really, Jenga, right? I, I would consider it. I, if we're counting Uno, I feel like Jenga's yeah, kind it, of Yeah, they're all the same kind of like situation. Like you'd play it's those like, all in the same not situation. Not a video game and you want to do something with a group of people. Like, right. Cards Against Humanity, Ooh. I feel like that kind of should work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those are our two top fives. Let us know which one you liked more. Who has the better game night? Um, and add any other and comment any other games that you feel were left out. We want to hear Pictionary? from you. Pictionary? Pictionary is a good one. Taboo? Wow. Um, got, got a list here. What's the other one? Um, oh, what is it called? It's the one – Scattergories. Forgot oh, Scattergories. Yeah. I love Scattergories. We've got some good ones here. Yeah. We got some good – but we picked good ones too. So let us know what you think, and let us know your favorite board games, and maybe we'll twitch it. I don't know. Twitching hey. is such a weird concept to us right now. We're like just basically planning on twitching everything. But yeah. maybe we we'll will. figure it out. If you want to watch, we're down. We'll do a I, will, I know Monopoly's on PS4, right? And I yeah. know it's cheap. And I know it's like great, like really well made. Hmm. Like I think that would be a blast. So I'm very down to set that up. I, I would do that too. I'm sure we can get other guys out there to join in. And playing it with like Dan. I mean, that would be awesome. I'm oh, very yeah. down for that. No, very down. So maybe we'll get to that. But that's all we have for today, guys. Um, thanks for sticking with us and kind of, I don't know, dealing with, I don't know if you can feel it, but you know, it was an awkward episode for us. We didn't really know Definitely. how to approach this. Uh, there's some editing issues that we have worked out throughout the entire episode. Yeah. So bear with us on that if it doesn't sound as great as usual. But, you know, we had a great successful week last week with our interview. This week, we're just kind of bouncing back, but dealing with some of these, you know, outer issues and, um, let us know what you thought about it all. Keep listening. Keep subscribing. And, uh, you know, we'll get back to you guys later this week with a brand new interview. I don't know if I'm going to release it, release the name drop yet. But we'll hype it up on Twitter for sure. Yeah, definitely. So 
after this episode goes live, stay tuned. We'll have a ton of videos from the episode and then we'll name drop our guest for later this week. Yes, sir. Hey, we love you guys. Thank you for all the support on the Chris Heron episode. Stay safe. Please stay safe. Please stay safe. All right. Thank you guys. We'll see you next time. Love you guys. Touching hands.